Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories. And we tell stories about everything here on this show, including your stories. Send them to OurAmericanStories.com. They're some of our favorites. Up next, a story from the Atlanta History Center, a great museum where you can see exhibits like the massive cyclorama painting and a locomotive with a truly unique story, the Texas. Built four years before Lincoln was elected, 
The locomotive is best known today as the principal pursuit engine in the great locomotive chase, which occurred after Union spies stole her running mate, the General. But the story goes far deeper than that. Here's Jackson McQuig, Vice President of Properties at the Atlanta History Center, with the story. I want to say I was born into it, but I have been a a fan of railroads and interested in railroads pretty much all my life. That's something that I shared with my dad. And um, growing up in Tampa, Florida with uh, deep roots in Atlanta, Atlanta's history was always of interest to me. And I think that, um, you know, by the age of like 14, I was volunteering at the Florida Railroad Museum, scraping paint and doing all the things that older people didn't want to do, you know. And uh, I've just always been fascinated by trains. I mean, it is just absolutely one of the most fascinating technologies. And I think I'm interested in it because, you know, uh, travel is such a fun thing. And there's no better way to go than traveling by train. You can visit with friends and have a drink, have uh, a meal, look out the window. You can get on a sleeping car and see the, the world go by overnight. I just think there's nothing better. Atlanta is very, very new by com- comparison to many cities. Savannah is a century older than Atlanta. Atlanta is only about the uh, same age as Los Angeles. I mean, it's a very new city. So when uh, a surveyor for the Western and Atlantic Railroad drove a uh, stake in the ground, a wooden surveyor stake, right about where uh, State Farm Arena is today, Atlanta didn't exist. And Atlanta gradually became a a railroad hub. One of the uh, nicknames for Atlanta, in fact, is uh, the Chicago of the South. So the locomotive Texas It's only one of two locomotives left from the Western Atlantic. The very railroad that Atlanta owes its existence to. Uh, If you think about that for a second, the the tangible links to the city's past are really few. Atlanta's a city that likes to redevelop itself over time. Sherman burned it. It also suffered a cataclysmic fire. And development has really changed the way Atlanta has looked uh, time and time again. This locomotive, like its sister, the General, date back to the 1850s. This is unusual for Atlanta. My boss likes to say they're the Romulus and Remus of Atlanta. I think that's a great sound bite, um, and he's almost right. But uh, the, the locomotive was one of the two participants in the great locomotive chase which is a uh, Civil War incident of some note and uh, certainly a lot of coverage. The chase involved three different locomotives, a pole car running two miles, and you name it. It's really an interesting story. During 1862, April of 1862, as a matter of fact, there were a group of Union spies that had made it behind Confederate lines, and the effort was to disrupt the Western Atlantic Railroad in order to ultimately take Nashville. And if you could cut Nashville off from the rest of the South, and Chattanooga as well, you would hurt the Confederacy. So they made, they made it behind the lines of the Confederates, dressed in civilian clothes, got on a train, 
in Atlanta. When the train got to what was called Big Shanty, uh, in those days everybody got off the train to go eat, and in that case, breakfast. Uh, there was no club car to have Bloody Marys and stuff in at that point. So they're the last ones left on the train. Everybody's eating uh, breakfast at the Lacey Hotel and that gave them their opportunity to steal the locomotive general and head north. And it was to get far ahead, tear up track, disrupt telegraph lines, and really put a you know, severe crimp into the Confederacy's war efforts. But what they didn't count on was that the crew of the general decided to give chase to these guys and try to catch the general locomotive as it was going up the line. The pursuers, Captain William Fuller and others, wound up finding the Texas, found that it, you know, it had a good head of steam and it had enough fuel that it could, it could uh, be run to chase after the general. They decided, well, heck, uh, average track speed's 15 miles an hour. Let's do 50. Let's do it in reverse. Let's do it on track that wouldn't be a good industrial siding by today's standards. This is just really rudimentary railroading at that stage. It must have been a frightening ride. I'm really glad that I wasn't on it. I, I, it, it reflects the lack of caution that only um, you know somebody who's pretty youthful can do and pretty motivated <laughs> by adrenaline, I would argue. Finally, the pursuers wound up catching the Raiders led by James J. Andrews, so they were known as Andrews Raiders. Sounds like a 60s band, but uh, there you have it. So, but they, they, uh, they caught them, captured them. Some were hanged, including Andrews, who was hanged here in Atlanta. And the pursuers were celebrated as folk heroes at the time because that was one where the South won one. And so, as a result, it became the famous locomotive that caught up to the general and achieved a degree of fame just because it was the, the one that uh, won the chase, so to speak. And you've been listening to Jackson McQuig telling stories about the thing he loves most. And so many Americans do. Always, this country has been fascinated with train travel. When we come back, more of Jackson's stories and more about trains and the great locomotive chase here on Our American Stories. Folks, if you love the great American stories we tell and love America like we do, we're asking you to become a part of the Our American Stories family. If you agree that America is a good and great country, please make a donation. A monthly gift of $17.76 is fast becoming a favorite option for supporters. Go to OurAmericanStories.com now and go to the Donate button and help us keep the great American stories coming. That's OurAmericanStories.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in our lives, big ones and small ones. If we keep them bottled up, Boy, that can be a real problem. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I know people who've profoundly benefited from therapy, learning everything from coping skills to setting boundaries in their life. You don't have to have experienced major trauma to benefit from therapy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's safe. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash OAS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash OAS. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash O-A-S. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.
And we return to Our American Stories and the story of Locomotive, Texas. When we last left off, Jackson McQuig was telling us about the famous great locomotive chase during the Civil War, which the Texas participated in as the main pursuit locomotive. But there's a lot more to the story than just that. Here again is Jackson with the rest of the story. After the great locomotive chase, it wound up in Virginia because there was a salt mine up there. And of course, at the time, before refrigeration, salt was the way you preserved food. It was actually captured and briefly used by the U.S. Military Railroad for a brief time before it was sent back to Atlanta. The Texas very nearly wound up being cut up for scrap a number of times, and it certainly was very nearly abandoned in, in many cases. Unlike the General, which is the other locomotive that participated in the Great Locomotive Chase, which was preserved in the, it was preserved in the 1880s. Um, it was sort of the one that was seen as the uh, as the one that needed to be preserved. It was a worn out locomotive by 1900, really by the late 1890s. And historian Mark Brainerd of Chattanooga found that there was this fellow who was uh, the master mechanic. In other words, the, the guy in charge of the roundhouse here in Atlanta for the Western and Atlantic and later for the NC and St. L, which absorbed the Western and Atlantic. And he knew about the history of the Texas. There wasn't a lot of interest in preserving it, but he kind of made sure that it never wound up on the retirement roster, that he kept it hit out and busy and I'm sure he'd been told to get rid of the old thing many times, but he kept it as a pet. I mean, you know, this is the equivalent of, uh, of trying to keep a 1940 automobile kicking around with your 2021 Tesla. There's no logical reason why the, the, the locomotive should still be on the roster of the NC and St. L in 1900, but yet it was. But we wound up in a scenario with that engine, we as Atlantans, where it was again, looking like it would be scrapped again. And a fellow by the name of Wilbur Kurtz, later to become known as the technical advisor, Gone with the Wind, an interesting character all the way around, a man who was pretty much consumed with a great locomotive chase to the point where he married the daughter of one of the uh, southern pursuers. Kind of weird, isn't it? He, he began a campaign that actually resulted in the saving of the Texas. And when I say campaign, I mean letters to the editor, uh, a grassroots effort to get the locomotive preserved, in part because the, the general had been preserved. Uh, the Civil War Veterans Group, the Grand Army of the Republic, Union soldiers had helped to see that it got preserved, but the Texas had no such love. So one of the Hearst newspapers here in Atlanta called the Atlanta Georgian, it began a, a campaign right alongside Wilbur Kurtz. It encouraged people to, Atlantans to send in their nickel and dime contributions to help preserve the Texas. Again, all this time it's sitting at the, at the railroad yard waiting to get scrapped, you know. And that effort, while it created a lot of interest, was not successful at first. So, Lo and behold, the, the locomotive owes its very um, preservation, not to that effort, well, that helped, but by a group of women who got together and found great interest in saving the locomotive. They called themselves the Ladies of Atlanta, and it was an ad hoc group. 
who effectively went to the president of the NC and St. Al Railway uh, and said, you're going to give us this locomotive and we're going to give it to the city of Atlanta and we're going to preserve it. And of course, who, how could he disagree with the ladies of Atlanta? He agreed and the, the locomotive was saved. It took six years to get it to Grant Park where it was finally put under a shed on display in the park. But at least it's at the park, right? In 1927, the uh, locomotive was actually put into the same building as the uh, Cyclorama in Grant Park. We moved the locomotive in 2015, um, and it had been there so long, it was literally in a, uh, a basement level behind a 1970s constructed theater where you saw the photo or the uh, intro film about the, uh, what the Cyclorama was. So we had to uh, extricate the uh, locomotive out of that building by running it through a movie theater, which I think is a first. Oh, and the movie theater was underground, so um, we had to dig down to get to it. It was a truly fun, bizarre day. When we took the locomotive out of Grant Park and out of the old Cyclorama building, put it on a truck, shipped it up to the North Carolina Transportation Museum in Spencer, where I used to work. We really got into seeing what was there. We found out that there wasn't a lot of original Texas there. The tender was from a different locomotive. The frame was only half from the original Texas. The cab was different, the boiler was different, the wheels were different, the cylinders were different. And in fact, the bell was different. You name it, and it was from another locomotive, or it had been fabbed. So what did we have here? Well, we found out that the stand, the frame that actually holds the bell onto the locomotive, that was from the original Texas. But we kind of felt liberated to tell other stories about the locomotive's history. And since the great locomotive chase story is told in so many places, uh, we wanted to tell the broader context about railroads and uh, being developers, railroads being city shapers, railroads being our life's blood here in Atlanta to this day. By the way, the decision that we made after determining that the uh, Texas contained a lot of parts for in from engines that weren't the Texas, we decided to paint it in its 1886 colors, and that was indeed controversial. One of my friends, who I knew would react poorly to the decision, saw a picture on Facebook of the engine just after it had gotten painted at the museum in North Carolina and tagged me in a post and, and said I had a lot of explaining to do. In fact, this friend of mine accused me of ruining his childhood, and that's a direct quote, and to which, which my response was, well, well, that must have been a pretty bad childhood, you know, I mean, it's, uh, if that was the most significant thing that occurred in it. But, you know, what we say to folks that are maybe a little concerned that it doesn't look like it did during its Civil War years and doesn't have the paint that was on it is, it's just paint. There were three pursuing locomotives in the Great Locomotive Chase, and the other two are razor plates now, they're gone. 
the Texans got through by the skin of its teeth. And at various points, like we've been discussing, it has been all but forgotten. Through 2015, it was it was behind uh, glass panels. It was this look, don't touch artifact. You couldn't go in the cab. You really didn't get to understand too much about its history. It was just this forgotten locomotive. It, it was just hard to relate to. And, you know, I'm a museum guy, and museum folks, well, they're just really into, like, having visitors come and stand at a distance sometimes for, from the objects. But, you know, the Texas is a durable object. And part of the experience of it is to actually get in the cab and see what it was like to be at the throttle of that little, little by today's standards locomotive. And I think people really understand history more when they interact with it physically. And the fact that you can do that with a locomotive that was built in 1856, I think is just kind of fun. While I was waiting for y'all, there were a couple of families that came through and they all went in the cab of the locomotive. Every one of them went into the cab. I think that's neat. They, they just had the ability to stand where history had taken place. And that's huge. And no doubt, indeed, it's huge when people can interact with the nation's history. And a special thanks to Monty for producing that piece and bumping into that story in his travels around the country with Robbie. The two did a road trip together, and that's where we discovered Jackson McQuig. And he is the vice president of properties at the Atlanta History Center, where they are keeping alive stories about this great southern city. Jackson McQuig's story of the locomotive Texas, here on Our American Stories. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.